Hi everyone, and welcome to our December episode of Silas Speaks, Silas monthly podcast, which is your window into what is happening at Sila and the securities and insurance licensing industry. Silas Speaks is brought to you by Rhodes Online and Sila, and I'm Alistair Yu. And I'm Diana Andy, and we have a great guest today, Liza Strife, who's the CEO at Notman Marks Financial Training. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to join you for that, Alistair. But tell us about your time with Liza. Well, sure, Diana. And for all of you, if you were at the education conference in Hollywood, Florida, you may have heard her speak. But if not, I had a really great conversation with her about her professional journey and, of course, some useful tips in respect to motivation. So stay tuned to hear my conversation with her. Oh, but before we get to that, what's on the calendar for December, Alistair? Well, sure, Diana. Besides the holiday season, you know, just one thing on the silent calendar. So on Tuesday, actually Thursday, it's Thursday, December 14th at 2 p.m., there'll be a SILA education and training subgroup meeting. So a SETS meeting Thursday, the 14th at 2 p.m., and that will be uh, online through Zoom, I think. Um, but what regulatory updates should our listeners be aware of, Diana? Well, of course, there's many as always on the site. I'm just going to um, talk very briefly about three that caught my attention. Mm -hmm. um, the first was from New Mexico and the um, annual registration renewal for bro broker dealers and investment advisors is coming up. Um, the deadline is coming up quickly. Any securities dealers and investment advisors re registrations, as well as notice filings for investment advisors, their agents and representatives will expire at year end. And New Mexico participates in the automatic fail to renew program. So there's no grace period. So the memo really highlights some very important deadlines <clears throat> for folks to get their renewals done on time. Um, so have a look at that very important memo. Mm -hmm. uh, the next one is from the Wisconsin Insurance Department, and it's just a notification they're going to be, be processing all company appointments electronically through the NIPR. And the appointment renewal invoice will include all resident and non-resident appointment renewals and the deadline to submit any agent that needs to be terminated is December 31st. So all agents who appear on the renewal list, unless they're terminated by that deadline, uh, will be uh, will be included on the list. There's uh, other dates and important information to rather long bulletins. So I encourage people to take a look at that and make sure you don't miss anything. Um, the last one I just wanted to give a little mention was Washington Department of Insurance. And this is really geared towards um, CE providers. So there's a new course requirement, a one hour best interest course that will be required for producers selling annuities in Washington after January 1st of 2024. So this notice is about how to apply, how to do your course application um, and the, you know, the deadlines for doing so. So again, very important, this is for CE providers and I believe they'll be coming out with a notice to um, producers, you know, the affected people who have to do this coursework uh, a little bit later on. But for right now, this is for the course providers to submit their course applications. So those are the three I wanted to give a mention to. Right. Great. So I guess it's time to go to your conversation with Liza. Are you ready, Alistair? 
Here we go. And now everyone, we'd like to welcome Liza Stripe, who is the CEO of Notman Marks Financial Training. Hi, Liza, how are you doing? Hi, Alistair, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks for being on. It's so good to see you again. I know that we had met in Hollywood. You were the keynote uh, at the education conference. I'd like to thank you for that. And it was really a, a wonderful talk that you gave us and very motivational, very inspirational, Liza. Thank you. I had a blast being there and really can never complain going to somewhere warm in Florida. It was beautiful. Absolutely. It's great to have you there. And I also want to be one of the first. I know many people have also, you know, acknowledged this and, 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 you know, congratulated you on this. But I also want to recognize that you were recently, just a few days ago, the gold winner for Female Executive of the Year in Business Products at the 2023 Stevie Awards for Women in Business, right? Yes. Thank you. That, Thank that's you. a mouthful, but it was. I know. It is the Stevie Awards. For <laughs> it women. is a mouthful. <laughs> you, you got it. You nailed it. That's great. That's great. So, you know, I'm in New York and I believe you grew up in Jersey, right? Yes, I did. I uh, did. How about that? I know our listeners were hard hitting here. Our, our <laughs> listeners want to know if Jersey tomatoes really are the best tomatoes in the world. <laughs> Ooh, tough question right off the bat. Um, I would have to say no. I, oh, no. I got to be honest. I love New Jersey for a lot of things. But, I, you know, I don't know that tomatoes is really what we do especially well. Um, that being said, we have the best Italian restaurants, pizza, bagels. I mean, you name it. But yeah. I don't know about bagels. I'm from New York. I don't know. About I know. Bagels, we but... can get into that. But. But I will give you Springsteen. You guys have Springsteen. Okay. We've got a lot. We've got a lot. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, Liza, tell me about Not Min Marks Financial Trading. You guys offer securities exam trading. What else do you guys do? Sure. So, yes, we have been training for over 30 years to help financial professionals get licensed in the securities industry. So, as you know, I'm sure, to, to do their jobs, to be licensed, they have to pass these high stakes exams. And let me tell you, that is no small thing. It's stressful. There's a lot involved. And, and many times their job is on the line, either landing the job, getting promoted, or just keeping the job. So it's a really high stress moment and can be something that's really daunting. Um, and we basically come alongside people and not only give them content and tools and resources to ensure that they're well prepared, but we also bring a holistic approach. We focus on them as a person, how they might be handling this process, talking about mindset, and really the best approach to have as they get started along the path. Uh, so we prepare people for their exams. We've been right. doing that a long time. Mm -hmm. And this year, we actually launched our first product, Yond Exams, meaning we're doing something a little bit different, a little bit more broad. But in being in this space for so long and training so many professionals, I mean, we've been tra we've trained hundreds of thousands of professionals in this space. We've seen a lot of shifts um, in the types of students coming into this space and the types of backgrounds that they have. And we've seen gaps really in subject matter that um, we didn't see as often in the past. We actually see that as a good thing. We're getting people from all different backgrounds. 
And so we released a product this year called How to Finance, uh, the beginner's guide to the industry. And it's really a precursor. So even before you're gearing up to take one of these tests, this can be something that really helps you go from zero to one is very foundational. And if you're somebody out there who's thinking, I got to take one of these tests and I don't even know where to begin, uh, this is a product that can really help um, and really level set your knowledge base around this content and hopefully make it seem a little bit less intimidating. Less daunting, right? Every journey starts mm -hmm. with a step. That's for all the Star Wars people out there. How <laughs> <Exactly>. about <laughs> that? But absolutely, that, that sounds really great. So, I mean, you're in this industry. How long have you been in this training and in the securities industry? I mean, or in the insurance space? Yep. Um, so myself, going on 18 years. Wow. Uh, my whole career. Your whole career. And growing up in Jersey, is this what you dreamed of? I mean, no. <laughs> it's not even, I don't know about you, but this wasn't even something I knew existed. This wasn't even, you know, a frame of reference growing up. Someday I aspire to do this. No, right? Um, not well, at all. You inspire to be motivational and inspirational. How about that? <laughs> exactly. No, I, I think that's what we find is, is, I mean, we'd love to get into this journey of yours and how you got here because we find that everyone has such an interesting road, you know, to this environment, to this population that we're all part of, right? So we'd love to hear yours. So where did it start? So I'm on the side of things in this space, specifically in education. So mm -hmm. for me, I think about it through that lens. Um, mm -hmm. I think about my own educational journey. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I was not a big fan of school. I struggled in school when it was time to take a a high stakes exam of my own. Oh my gosh. Like I would just be paralyzed in fear and anxiety. And, you know, like many of our students, I would prepare, I would study and I would show up and basically feel as though I knew nothing. Right. I would just freeze and forget what I knew. Um, but then that was growing up. And then in college, things really shifted for me through a bunch of, you know, life altering experiences. Uh, my performance, if you will, academically, really changed. Uh, my motivation was through the roof. Uh, my ability to get things done just soared. I took 24 credits in one summer. I graduated college early. I went from being somebody who feared school, who stressed so much around learning, and then really turned it all around. And really, through that experience, kind of fascinated myself. Like I was really like, how did I even do that? Like, what happened? Um, and so that really, uh, I think, just ignited this curiosity in me to understand that, to understand what's going on when we're learning, when we're stuck, or when we are accelerating and when we're performing. And, you know, where does motivation come into play and all of these things. So just by happenstance, um, I went on a job interview with, at the time, uh, the one of two people at our company, the founder, Harvey Notman, and uh, just was really intrigued by what he was building. And I figured, okay, well, I'm fresh out of college. I'm just going to learn as much as I can. So when he offered me the job, I said, great. Um, I mean, anything within the financial services industry would have been, I mean, just, just seemed incredibly intimidating to me. I wasn't I, I never aspired that that would be a field that I would um, be associated with. It just from the outside, you know, seemed, oh, 
I thought I knew what it looked like. I thought I knew what it meant and it was, it wouldn't be for me. And once I was there or here, I mean, my fascination just continued to grow and, and I really got a front row seat at thousands of unique journeys, learning experiences. And, you know, we were going from, you know, Harvey and Brian at the time, just teaching classes mm-hmm. in person uh, with not even having PowerPoint slides back then to, oh, how does this translate to an online experience? And um, really just being able to pour into the student experience in a way that I would have loved, like in a way that if I was learning, I would have something new, I would have appreciated. And and it led me down this path of being able to really let my obsession uh, take the front seat. Like I got to research so much that I was passionate about. I wanted to understand more. We got to test different things. Um, and really that's carried me through to this day. Um, it's now 17, almost 18 years later, we've built this business. We've trained hundreds of thousands of professionals all across the space in all different sectors. And it's still fascinating. Like I'm still learning all the time. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So a little bit of a, a unique journey, but I'm, I'm excited to be here. No. So that's really interesting. I mean, you started with, look, you know, maybe when you're, when you're younger, right. You know, school wasn't or education or learning wasn't, you know, super high on the list of things that I can't wait to do. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and, right. and then somehow, somewhere, you know, maybe a flip, a light, a switch flipped or whatever it is, but there became this curiosity. I mean, you said you just wanted to learn, right. And mm-hmm. kind of learn different things. And that's interesting. Kind of, you know, was, was there a, 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 a tipping point at just this moment you know, <laughs> or, or did it just naturally happen? How, well, I guess, for me, there were a series of what I'll refer to as high stakes moments. It okay. wasn't that I was taking an exam per se, but there were these intense moments through year after year during college, a very short time, just, you know, family and all these things I could not control were happening. And I think that, you know, what I can look back and understand was happening is that, you know, oftentimes, what's blocking us from learning and performing is the inner dialogue is our anxiety is, you know, all sorts of, all sorts of stuff that when our focus pivots, maybe because of a a need or a a stress, an external stress. And, and the first thing I think that shifted in me was my, my vision, instead of being so focused on myself, on my fears, on my doubts and my past, quote unquote, abilities or lack thereof, out of necessity, I started to shift my focus to the future. And the focus was what I needed to become, where I needed to get to, and who I needed to get there for, you know, and the people around me that were counting on me. And I just ignited something in me that was unquenchable. Like it was this fire of, okay, I've got to stay up and get this thing done or study or accomplish that. Okay, I'm going to do it versus staying in that, that overwhelm that, you know, just procrastination and, and not really moving your life forward, right? And it, it takes, I think, unlocking vision to really pull us through. 
pull us through the stuff. It doesn't mean the stuff gets easier, but we get stronger. So I think that was like one of those first things that really shifted to change my performance. No, that's really interesting. I mean, it's, it's interesting that, you know, to see where you want it to end or, you know, to see the, the, the goal at the, you know, in the future allowed you to see what you needed to do in the present. Right. Exactly. Right. You, you, you created the vision board before there was a term vision board. (laughs) Exactly. And it's so powerful, right? It's so powerful that, and we, we do that, you know, with students all the time. It's, it's shifting our attention. It's shifting our focus from what is this thing I have to do from that, which can feel ugh, heavy, painful, arduous. Shift that instead to where am I going? What do I want? And then this thing I have to do, it just becomes a thing. Like, okay, it's just a step on the ladder. It's no more, it's no longer like, front and center and all consuming instead we're shifting towards what we actually want and where we can go and and really believing that though is key and knowing that our current circumstances do not have to dictate our future i think is sometimes the hardest shift for people to make that's that's super interesting and, and i think that's super insightful right to you know to many people in terms of how they can kind of not get stuck in, you know, the day-to-day or get stuck in, you know, the task at hand, but see what it all is going to culminate into. So that's really, really great. So you were, you're, you've been, not mint marks, financial training has been involved in Sila for quite some time. Now, how did you guys get involved? So we actually uh, went for the first time a couple years ago to one of the conferences mm-hmm. and um, one of our colleagues, Marsha Larson, uh, she had been for many years and she's a, you know, she's trained and she's, she's done so much in this industry and she had kept saying, you know, we've got to go, we've got to go to this conference. Right. And so we went and I got to say, I was really blown away by the atmosphere. Okay. Um, I mean, we go to lots of conferences and the silent community is really different. It's really, it is, it's really special. Um, you know, we went as an exhibitor, as a vendor, um, and it, it just was different. It felt, you know, that we weren't just there to set up an exhibit booth. We were part of this larger community of people who really have this common purpose, who have this common aim. And that was really cool. No, it is super exciting. And I mean, in terms of the association, just it's an association that's driven by its membership. And it's in such a unique position in respect to being able to tie together the different aspects of the entire industry, you know, irrespective of securities or insurance. But you're looking at regulators, you're looking at people that, that are in the industry that, you know, have to comply. And then you're looking at the organizations, the vendors that and the technology groups that support the interaction. So it is really unique in, in how they interact. And, you know, we're all on the boat together. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. takes everyone, right? I mean, you need everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you were also, I mean, uh, had the speaking on the second day. I believe, you know, as part yep. of the note, you know, I know you, you gave a lot of advice and some tips to people, you know, in the audience. I mean, what other advice would you have for our community that, you know, would be lucky enough to listen today that did not have the opportunity to attend the education conference? 
Sure. Um, so what we talked about was, I, I think in a nutshell, like how I try and sum this up to make it um, applicable to somebody who's maybe not studying for a test, right? Like I'm going to bring that lens. I'm going to bring the learnings from how we've been helping professionals prepare for a high stakes exam. But really, all of us are facing stress, are facing high stakes moments where we need to perform. Um, or maybe there's a big goal we're working towards. And uh, so that's that's the lens I'm looking at this with. It's just what's broadly applicable. What can anybody take from what we're learning and studying at Mount Marks? Um, and I think the the main thing is that whatever it is you're going through, uh, what first you're not alone. Uh, we surveyed the Sila community before the keynote because we really wanted to understand this audience. Like, who right. are these people? How are they feeling? And one of the things that we learned was that a hundred, and we had hundreds of responses. First of all, that's very cool. You have a very, very engaged group. That's amazing. Um, and we saw that a hundred percent of respondents are feeling stressed or overwhelmed at work. Mm -hmm. not a shock, but it's, it's just to say, okay, everybody is feeling this. Everybody's what? <laughs> Compliance is hard. <laughs> it is. It's hard. It's hard. Um, and, and so not only did we see that a hundred percent of people are feeling stressed and overwhelmed, but a third of those people are feeling that way on a daily basis, feeling stressed and overwhelmed daily. So I think just the first thing is that you're not alone, you know, and, and if you're having a hard time or you're feeling stressed or something's going on at work, you know, realizing that whoever you're talking to is probably also feeling very stressed. Mm -hmm. um, and so just taking that lens, I think, through, um, through work, through managing people, you know, we also learned that 62% of respondents manage others. So they're not only needing to manage their own stress level, but they need to now manage other people's stress levels and lead them. Like, how do you get your direct reports to really perform, um, especially when they're feeling this kind of pressure and stress? So that's the first thing is just, there is such a strong um, bond, I think, between the people across this membership of trying to navigate all that is going on um, feeling overwhelmed, but we also learned that respondents, we, I don't know if you want to, if you want me to share, but we also learned what sure. motivates, um, oh. respondents, which I thought was really interesting too. Um, the, we gave them, we gave everybody so many options to choose from around what motivates you. You know, it could be a promotion or a raise or performing at your best, all sorts of things. And the number one response was desire to perform at best, at my best. I thought that was really cool. Again, just speaking to um, the character of this group. And the the other responses below that were split evenly among helping others, uh, taking care of our family financially, doing work that interests them, doing something that matters. And so, again, I just want to say this, this group of people is really special. Um, and, and I think just to lean into that, right? Like if, if whatever you might be navigating, that's why 
that's why I think people find these conferences so valuable because they realize they can connect with such like-minded peers and, right. and really share. Right. And do you think that's the nature that, you know, that it is kind of a team dynamic? I mean, in the, in the groups that they work in, they're not working individually in a silo on their own, right? They are working as a team and there is the need to kind of work to have teamwork, to have collaboration, to have communication, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I I think so. And and the people that we interact with um, in our line of work are, they're really, they're at the front lines of so much. They are helping, you know, connect the dots for so many different people across the organization um, to get where they need to go to accomplish. There's so many moving pieces to that. And and it's it's absolutely critical that yeah that there's that collaboration that teamwork to get that all done. Absolutely, you know, and I think I'm not going to say. I mean, it it they're the unsung heroes. I mean, compliance team members, the people in the city, they're the unsung heroes, and they have to do so much, right, to make sure so that much. organization keeps going. And and I think that's kind of the self motivation that they each have, right? You know. To, yep. I don't want to say it's thankless work. I don't want to say that, right? <laughs> but it's unsung. It's yeoman work, right? Yeah, it's it's no. a lot of behind the scenes. But I mean, this is, it's critical. Like it's every day helping people succeed in their careers throughout this industry and doing all of the things behind the scenes that, that, that are necessary for that to be possible. Mm -hmm. um, I agree with you. They, they need more credit. Absolutely. So, you know, you, you, at not mid March, you guys do a lot of, I'm going to call it motivation, right? Or mindsetting, right? How do I set my mind correctly when I have a task at hand, right? I think that's some of the value that you guys bring and some of the training that you guys provide. I mean, what tips would you provide to our listeners and, and to other silent members and, and others, you know, as they're preparing for something, whether it's a job or some task or some daunting task that's a pro. Sure. Right? Something daunting. I gotta take out the garbage. So I really want to do it or not. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what what do I need to do? What are the top three things that I need to do? Or what are your your tips for me or your your advice to me to, to prepare myself to take the garbage out? <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever it is, um, I would say. You know, we have a method that we use called the vibes method. Mm -hmm. And I'll walk you through that quickly. Each piece has a, a takeaway or a tip. Um, but I think it's important that it's something catchy because there's so much information and I don't want to just throw a ton of information at you. You're not going to remember. So we know as educators, we give you a mnemonic. You'll probably remember this. So vibes is vision, intention, breath, elimination, and state. Okay, so if you have a big thing you've got to do, you want to prepare for, here we go. Okay, so vision, like we talked about earlier, it's got to start with vision, something that lights you up. Vision is not knowing, is not meaning you have to know exactly, precisely what is it going to look like, right? Because the world's changing. You might not be able to predict exactly what something's going to look like, but can you shift from the path, from the present to a future that you want, something bigger than yourself. And I know that this is possible because if you can get somebody excited to do what they need to do to take their licensing exam, we can get you to do anything with vision, right? It, 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 it's everything. Once you start to focus on, we are hardwired wired for growth, right? We want to grow and we want to move ourselves forward. So 
first, don't look at that task at hand. Don't look at that garbage bag. Look at what's the vision. Okay. It's the vision. You know, I want to have this super clean, happy home with my loved one and for them to know that I care. I don't know, but right. It's bigger than that one moment. It's bigger than that task. So first dig into that, unlock that, um, you know, there's so much that, that literally unlocks chemically in our brains to help us refocus and help reprogram ourselves to, to pay attention to the things we really want. So vision, intention, intention is all about being strategic. What, how do you want to show up today? How can you strategically make the most out of your calendar? Your calendar is where that vision, you know, turns from a big dream to reality. So what is on your calendar is, is your real life. Um, and how can you be, how can you be super intentional with what goes on and what doesn't go on? If you have a big thing, try and carve out a block of time in the morning. If you can do that every day, even if it's half hour, but it's some kind of meaningful heads down time to focus on that thing that is important to you to move your life forward, you will not regret that because when all of the emails and all of the things come flowing in that you've got to do to react to, to that day, and you know, you had that one intentional time carved out for yourself, you're going to be happy. It's going to keep moving more. So, so there's lots we could talk about with intention, but really being strategic with your calendar and your time. Breath. Breath is obviously we got to breathe, but you know, we can also leverage our breath in highly stressful moments. Um, and the more we practice it, the, 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 the better it gets in terms of, you know, how it can be effective for us in those stressful moments. So it can be breath work, but breath, it, the B for breath also just as a reminder, is it anything mindful? Is it anything that's, you know, okay, I've got a lot going on. I know I've got to spend this time doing this thing, but it's just that reminder to say, okay, but also how I'm doing this thing, how I feel um, is going to make so much of a difference in my ability to do that thing well. So leveraging, you know, tips like breath work and, and, you know, remember professional athletes, all sorts of elite performers leverage breath work to help them regulate and perform at their best. Next is E, elimination. Elimination is all about harnessing focus, but to get into total focus, we need to eliminate. We are constantly so distracted. And if you have a big thing you want to accomplish, you can't do everything. You've got to be honest with yourself. What is taking your time away from that thing? Um, sometimes it's important things and sometimes it's noise. It's noise on your cell phone. It's noise on just, you know, notifications that are coming in. Is that really important to you? Um, and, and it matters. It costs us. It costs us hours of productivity around the things that we want to do when we're just in distraction. Um, as professionals, we are in distraction at least, uh, I think typically over 10 hours a business week. And that was before the pandemic that stat came from. So I imagine it's probably worse now. Um, but elimination. So just being ruthless with what can I eliminate? What can I say no to? Um, to focus on the things that actually matter. And then the final thing uh, is state. So state is about 
how you feel, how you are bringing the energy you want to the room you're in. Um, and just acknowledging that we're only human, like we're not robots. So yes, we want to be productive. Yes, we want to crush it. We want to get these things done. But how we care for ourselves really matters. Um, matters to avoid burnout. It matters to, you know, take time to to eat. Honestly, people who are stressed every day, we forget to eat, right? So carving out the time to man- to be aware of our state and then to actually have more agency over it by managing it. And that can ha- come in many forms, many, many forms, whether it's exercise or meditation or those deep breaths or calling a friend. Calling a friend can shift our state, can help us pivot when we are stuck. And I'm sure you've had this experience where it's just, you just needed to talk to someone and talk it out. And then, okay, you're back. You know what you need to do. You're moving forward. So those are the things, vibes, vision, intention, breath, elimination, state. Got it. Vibes. Five things. Everyone again, vision, intention, breathe, elimination, and state. And I think that's super helpful, right? And I clearly agree with you that the mnemonic, m- 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 mnemonic device is yep. where it's at. But I like the fact that, you know, it is about seeing the bigger picture, right, in yeah. regards to vision. And and I also agree that a lot of it is, you know, don't forget to breathe. breathe. <laughs> don't forget to breathe, right? But also take a moment for yourself. Right. Understand where you are and you have to be ready. Right. You have to prepare yourself. You have to you have to see what's you know, where you're going and you have to be. But you have to center yourself as well. Right. And whatever it is. And I think that's super helpful. Right. And I think, you know, clearly we're seeing that it can be used for for a lot of things, whether it's professional work as well as, you know, tasks in your personal life as well. Exactly. And that's what we've been really weaving into this process to realize, well, you know what? there's so much learning out there. There's so much research out there mm-hmm. studying high performers, studying athletes, studying, you know, quote unquote, the most successful, right? Okay. That's great. Like, but how do we learn from that and weave that in to experiences that we have to go through to actually practice it, to actually um, experience some of these different subtle, but powerful differences in how we can show up and how we can move ourselves forward. And all of that is super duper helpful. And I'm sure that people listening to this are going to take a lot away in terms of how they can look at, you know, their day-to-day activities or not even, or even their goals and how to achieve their goals, right? It's not just taking the garbage out, but it's how do I achieve longer term goals? Like, you know, a whole year of garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So you have all these great strategies and you have all these great ideas in terms of or motivational tips. I think that's super helpful. You know, our final question that we like to ask, and, you know, it's it's kind of, you know, you've thought about your goals in your life, Liza, right? What advice would you give to younger Liza growing up in New Jersey <laughs> <laughs> about, oh. you know, how she should see things besides vibes? <laughs> yes, besides vibes. I would say... um And this is one of the things I shared at the keynote is be courageous. Is I would tell myself, I used to focus so much on confidence, wanting to be confident. And the problem with that is if you don't feel confident, you don't feel confident. And it just telling yourself to be confident isn't going to get you there. And instead, 
shifting that to, well, I can, I may not feel confident, but I can be courageous today. I can feel afraid and I can still act anyways. I can still take those steps and yeah, I'm going to make mistakes. Uh, but that's how you learn. And at the end of the day, what I've learned about learning, about professional development, about life is it's all learning. It's all just learning. We're going to make mistakes and we keep learning and we do a little bit better next time. So I would just tell myself, okay, you have to feel afraid to be brave. Be courageous. I love that. I love that. I love that, you know, you've identified that there's a subtle difference, a subtle difference between being confident and being courageous, right? And you can be mm-hmm. courageous, but not be confident. That's okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> be courageous. That's super. I love that. I love that. Well, thanks. Well, Liza, thank you so much for your time. It was really great having you on the pod. We appreciate you. We appreciate, um, you know, your time and, and all the tips that you've given to our listeners. And um, we hope to see you soon at, at different style events. Well, thank you. And I really appreciate you having me and just the Sila community in general. Great. Thanks, Liza. Thanks. Well, Diana, another great pod. Um, I'd like to wish and we would like to wish everyone a happy holiday season. And we look forward to seeing everyone in 2024. Yes, absolutely. It's hard to believe we're at holiday time already, but here we are. So happy holidays, everyone. Here we are. And for everyone, if you have questions for us, please feel free to reach out. Our email is silaspeaks at sila.org. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at at silaspeaks. Don't forget to follow Sila on LinkedIn. And we'd like to uh, thank you all for listening. Yep. Until then, we'll see you at the next pod. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. The materials in this podcast are intended to provide a general overview of the issues contained herein and are not intended, nor should they be construed, to provide specific legal or regulatory guidance or advice. If you have any questions or issues of a specific nature, you should consult with appropriate legal or regulatory counsel to review the specific circumstances involved. The information or opinions communicated in this podcast are not necessarily opinions of SILA and the SILA Foundation.